Hello there, and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week, we're talking about Venom, the original Venom. Venom, Venom, Venom. Venom. Before, before Venom, let there be carnage. My name is Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just like not excited to talk about this one. But my name no. is Tom, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host John. How are you today? Um, well, just sad that we have to talk about Venom. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Venom. Well, honestly, so for a bit of for a bit of a background, John almost couldn't record today, so I was worried that we that you would have watched Venom for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, and I'd be like, "Yay, I can't talk." But, but I was li- like, oh, but. literally, yeah, I just sorry. recorded twelve minutes of podcast because I thought that you weren't coming, and then I got oh. a text, and literally, I'm just talking, and then I go like, "Oh my god, you can do it!" <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, we're here, and uh, we're going to talk about. So. <laughs> We're going to talk about it, yeah. But I'm excited to talk about a uh, weekly viewing segment. Yeah, um, and we have some trailers to talk about as well. We're going to talk about the Matrix trailer and the Hawkeye trailer. So if you guys want to hear us talk about that, there's time codes in the description below. And let's, wow, yeah, brilliant. Let's get straight into Venom, shall we? <sighs> Venom. <laughs> oh, spoilers, if you haven't seen Venom or anything, but... Spoilers, yeah. Uh, okay, Joe, what, what do you think of Venom? Tell me, talk to me. Um, well, <laughs> wait, it, is it that tears just... I hear? Yes. <laughs> uh, Tom, you're good at hearing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, this this was not the thing I was looking forward to rewatch again. Mm-mm. It 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 was just like the same level as watching Suicide Squad, like. I think I had more fun with Suicide Squad. I'm not gonna lie, honestly. It, like... it was like the same level as that because when I were, I had a different, a different. Didn't we have like a different viewing experience watching it in the cinema? Then we watching it now and going, oh right. my god, what the heck? Honestly, when I saw it at the cinema, I quite liked Venom when it came out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So for those of you who don't know, before we had the podcast, I used to do, I used to do like film reviews. And I I'm did. Pre- you, did you? Oh, I'm sorry, pretty sure um, I reviewed Venom. Let's have a look. I I reviewed Venom as well. Uh, you? After yeah, after watching uh, First Man. So First Man yes. came out. What? What? Ages ago. Whoa! I, right, I so... watched them as a double bill. I went to I'd see Venom, and then I literally just went to watch uh, um, the First Man straight away. So yeah, I gave Venom seven out of ten. What? Yeah, same. I gave it a seven out of ten. Like we were just like, yeah, it's it's decent. No. <laughs> Uh, now it's just like oh no were, were we that blind i think were, we were, were i think we're just like childhood ignorance yeah. even though not, it wasn't not, that long ago not out of that you know that loop of like you know into that movie i don't think at that stage we were into that you know movie core into it you know right now we're just into that um yeah now maybe. now we know why it's bad before we were just like oh yeah this is the cgi so i think the um, first thing that i noticed um well not the first thing but like the first thing i kind of want to say is venom and eddie have a very confusing relationship exactly like, in the yeah. comics it's very much like okay so the symbiote leaves spider-man 
and it meets Eddie. They both hate Spider-Man, so they think, okay, we'll team up, and then they become Venom, and they have a, a common cause to hate Spider-Man, and that's how the origin goes, and obviously yeah. they branch out between, between that. We see that in Spider-Man 3 and stuff, but here, yeah. it's just like, what? Meats! Give it's, me meat! <laughs> he, yeah. loves, he loves all the raw meats. Um, meat, Venom yeah. and Eddie, just, they're like their motives it, 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 do it, not align it, uh, at all. Uh, they are kind the of forced dynamic. together. Yeah, the character dynamic doesn't work, and you know, with the, there's no chemistry like no. with stuff that there isn't because they Narrow have group. totally totally different character developments that we see throughout mm. the film, and it doesn't stick together because they're literally one thing. You know, Venom and Eddie Brock, like the number one spotlight, but then they just go. Mm, yes, I am a reporter. I eat meat. So, yeah, uh, there's there's nothing yeah. that connects them. You know, Eddie, they they kind of come together because Eddie is like, you know, for some reason he, you know, he's he's gone with the scientists to look at the symbiotes that the uh, that the company have put together. Even though at this point in the story, he should have no interest in this, and it really isn't making sense as to why. Um, and they kind of get forced together. It is very much like a kind of like forced roommate situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah. without the kind of like the comedy is, it's fine. But like, you know, it doesn't really have like any anything too special. They don't really learn anything about about each other. Like at one minute, Venom's like, "Oh, I want to eat people. I want to eat meat." And the next, Venom's like, "Hey, Eddie, let me give you some relationship advice." And it's like, "Why is Venom giving him a little like what?" What? What? Sorry. Uh, like oh, that was just that, so that confusing. Is, uh, that yeah, and um, with um, that really annoyed me. You know, just seeing that um, Venom just like is eating eating people, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, let me give you some relationship advice," because you know I'm Venom. And but the worst thing about this is that there's no proper villain to the story. Like now, wait. So in the first one, we got <laughs> oh, a villain. No. And he's, I forgot his name. What was it? Riot. <laughs> oh, Riot, Riot. And then you've got like oh, Carlton Riot. Drake. And Honestly, then... it's such a waste of Riz Ahmed. Because Riz Ahmed, as we all know, we've, you know, we've seen Sound of Metal. Riz Ahmed is yeah. a great actor, but he is, yeah. he's doing nothing in this film. Like he is exactly. so underwhelming. That's why I said years ago. That's why I said years ago. I was like, well, I don't, I just don't see the potential of the villain in this. You know, he was like a waste of space. Like nothing really improves the story to it. Like the narrative. Like when he gets the when he gets the riot symbiote, he's like nothing changed at all. Like yeah, aha, yes. It's like I've it's got the same. Now. It's the same thing as Venom and Eddie, but worse. It's like Riot and Drake. They don't want the same thing. They have their their um their ideologies do not align. Drake's all like, oh, he's like Thanos. He's like, oh, poverty and stuff. And 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 Riot presumably just wants to riot and like you know kill people uh, and, and bring all this and bring all the symbiotes to Earth for some reason. I don't think there's a single scene of Riot like where he talks and he's not Drake. Is there? No. no. Yeah. Right. No. Exactly. It's just like no. no. What? It's like, sorry. And um, what was the other thing that was really not good? Um, everything. Everything. Yes. Yes. Everything. Um, so bad. Oh, the weird, like, uh, what was it? Uh, okay. The film had the potential, didn't it? Like the scenes that was going to give out really, you know, really spooky stuff. Like, you know, uh, the subplot uh, for the uh, woman who gets the symbiote and then, uh, like it was going to be like a horror, like working in the factory, you know, that bit, you know, what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, yeah. 
like the 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 ambulance driver yes like, the yeah. ambulance yeah and i was like oh this is gonna be spooky and like you know what's gonna lead up to but then like i was about to say that there's spider-man here you know what you said like a villain you know a villain that yeah. they both like hate you know what you know what they don't like the superhero but then uh, when eddie gets the uh, symbiote that was not gonna lie that one you know was the good part about this film now, nothing else just the good part because i thought that was a good transformation to see of like eddie you know trying to be with the symbiote and the voice in this head but again the whole film no it's it's, no. it's strangely paced it starts and immediately in, immediately you get the symbiotes coming to earth and it's like mm. it's like you know there's there's barely any background on it and there doesn't necessarily need to be but raya escapes and raya only shows up like three or four times briefly until they bond with drake and it's you know bond it, with drake. it doesn't oh, it doesn't really like it doesn't set it up in anything you know in any meaningful way or any like you know Riot only really emerges as a threat directly towards Venom already towards the end, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I just think that, you know, in that way, the film is like all over the place of its pacing. Like, you know, it, it, it jumps around between, you know, like Eddie's life and like, and Drake. And then there's the six month time jump. And oh my God, it just, I hate time oh, yeah, jumps. Oh God. It's, it just like, Every then, like everything happens off screen. You don't get like just to properly see the fallout of Eddie and Anne's breakup. You don't get to see. You know, oh yeah. Like you only get to see like the ending of the tests on the symbiotes. You don't get to see Drake with the symbiotes at all until like six months into the program. It feels strange. Yeah, and uh, and the narrative. Right. So the structure of the story is weird. Like what mm. you said about the pace. Yeah. Mm. Like. We get symbiote. Mm. Symbiote have arguments with man. Symbiote wants to fight and eat meat, but man oh. just says no. And then is this uh, the, is, is, is this the no, elevator all, pitch no, for the all, film? Yeah, and then, no, it's all like oh, it's too. What what was that thing I was that say? Uh, no, uh, what was the word? Like all together, all messed up. Like it's too Jumbled. messed up. Like, <laughs> No, uh, no, <laughs> no, like everything's all at once. It's not overwhelming, but it's like all compiled together. Like, yeah, just there. convoluted. Yeah, convoluted. Yeah, that's yeah. the word. And like man wants to stop um, another man, but then symbiote <laughs> wants to fight other symbiote. But wait, what was the fight about? Like the a symbiote, another symbiote. I mean, what was the but they're both symbiotes they want to eat humans then but well i think the idea this is another thing it's like venom as a character is super inconsistent at one point he's like i want to eat everyone and then the next moment he's like oh no don't bring the symbiotes to earth because we want to save earth because symbiotes are horrible and it's like okay maybe you think symbiotes are horrible but why would you want to save earth you know if that is like you know if you really want to eat everyone because like you know, similar to like with Eddie, like one moment he's like, oh, eat. And next minute he's like, hey, bro, let's talk about your love life. And it, it just, it, it's, just, it's just all over the place. And then the final um, battle is, I mean, on, I mean, I will say, I thought the final battle, it doesn't, it doesn't go on for too long. It, yeah. it, it's short, which I appreciate. But at one moment, 
women, Eddie and Carlton, get like sucked out of their symbiotes. And it's just two guys who don't know how to fight, just like <laughs> stumbling about and just like trying to hit each other. It's like two drunk men trying to have a fight, you know, just like Riz Ahmed and, and, and Tom Hardy. And they're just like, just like trying to swing punches at each other. And, and, and Carlton saying some like generic thing. All of Carlton Drake's lines are about the earth being dying. And it's just like, oh, can we like give this guy some personality, please? Please. Yeah. And like, there's no, no character, like, none of the characters have any emotional connection I have with like Venom. Oh, wow. So, 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 but, but there's no character development. Like, you don't see the stuff that Venom goes through and goes, oh, okay. I'll, 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 yeah, there, I'll isn't, there isn't the moment where Eddie and Venom kind of understand each other. Venom goes into Eddie's, you know, you know, absorbs into Eddie or they bond. And Venom knows everything that Eddie knows because he's inside his head. But that's like, that's so boring. Like, you're not going to get like a moment where they kind of come to understand each other. No, like, yeah. not, not at all, in fact. And that's just so disappointing. And it's lazy as well. Like, this film is an hour and 50 minutes long. And I don't know how it managed to waste so much of that time. And the story... Oh, yeah, I want to go back to the story structure. So the story structure is all messed up, completed. Mm-hmm. And the beginning, right? So the beginning, we get the can I just Can I just then... say, can I say real quick, this film is the same length as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And this is what it does of that runtime. What? I know. What? Yes. How do we get through this? <sighs> we'll never know. How do we get through this... Wait, wait, speaking of Spider-Verse, the best part of this film is the end credit scene, which is just a, a clip from Spider-Verse. I think it's amazing. <laughs> that is legit the best. Like the, the end credit scene is just the clip where Miles... Is it Prowler? And... Is it Prowler? No, Miles, it's, um, right? it's Miles with Peter B. Parker when they're, like, flying on the train. Oh. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, 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 that yeah. one. It's, it's brilliant. It's like, that's the best part of the film. It's not even, like, from the film. Oh my god, this film's messed up. Right, so, um, well, yeah. So the story structure. Right, beginning we get the symbiotes, yes, we do. and then there's a whole section on Eddie Brock, just just that, unlike mm-hmm. saying, "Oh yeah, I'm a reporter. I do this." Oh, I, they have I, a montage, a montage of him like, like, oh, you know, like when he's like riding on his motorbike, and it's like a montage of like him like going to yes! places, being like, "Oh, look at the poverty. Look at the like. Oh, I'm interviewing people. It's just like this is how we're introducing our hero. This is it. Brilliant. Great. <laughs> I'm so happy. Well, it's a, it's a, the, right the reporting thing. Yeah, it has no story connection whatsoever like yeah, it's just it's literally just there so he can lose his job that is the only reason why it's there yeah like and, like if you take out the story like the story about like him losing the job nothing nothing it has nothing to the film if you take it out so boom. true it's so true like you know in the comics it's it's purposefully like as i say many times it's connected to spider-man he's a rival photographer that kind of thing but in this I don't even know why it's in there. They could have made Eddie Brock anything. He could have been a cleaner or something. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it makes no difference. Like, the only reason why it makes a difference is because he, because he's a reporter, he then goes with the scientist to the facility, which is where he meets Venom. But even then, can't you just have Eddie be one of the test subjects or something? Like, wouldn't that be more interesting if Eddie was somebody who was like, you know... He was digging into the story and, and Carlton was like, okay, 
let's kidnap this guy and we'll silence him by making him a test subject, try and bond him with the symbiote and it works and then he breaks out. Like it's just already, uh, a re- um, a, a, this, there are loads of different ways to do it. I'm not saying that my way is stronger, but like there are definitely better ways. Eddie and Anne's relationship has like two scenes and then they break up. I felt nothing. <laughs> I felt nothing. It's like, in, it's like watch, you know, La La Land. Like, yeah. you know, you don't get to see anything. Like, uh, just take out dancing, take out the bits, like uh, take out the, uh, the conversation between them. Just that film and that's it. Just like. Well, that's, oh, an, that, that's, that's an insult to La La Land right there. Uh, no, 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 no. La La Land did it better. Of course. Well, here's the thing. If in La La Land's case, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone have really good chemistry. I don't really yes. feel like, I mean. Chemistry, if, yes. Chemistry, if, that's if, what I mean. Chemistry. If, if Tom yeah. Hardy and Michelle Williams have chemistry, I didn't see it. They didn't show yeah, us I didn't any see of it. it. I didn't see any chemistry. It, 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 no, I'm not, I'm not insulting La La Land. La La Land is still in my top three. Still love <laughs> it. It's a great film. It's brilliant. But I'm just comparing about like how they would do that in La Land, you know, like, what mm. would they do with the, you know, with chemistry or something like that? So, Definitely. again, no chemistry. I had, like... Oh, there was, yeah, chemistry, there was chemistry in one scene. You know, it's, uh, actually, really, it's actually a what really scene? good scene. No, it's a good scene. You know, Eddie gets into the lobster tank and he's, he's like, <laughs> he sits in the lobster tank. Do you remember that? <laughs> you sent me that, like, yes. This is <laughs> I was, hate. I was, honestly, it was such a... Like, that was the best scene of the film because it was just funny. Like, the film was so dry and and that scene was just like, you know what? There, I, I agree with you. There are some good scenes, like, when Eddie and Ben and, like, first bond and and Eddie does not know what's happening. <laughs> and he's eating, he's eating, like, like, frozen chicken nuggets and, like, tater tots. And it's just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> oh, my God. And then Tom Hardy, like, giving direction on the step, like, Tom... Just do your own thing, really. Just, just eat. Well, apparently, <laughs> like so many Sony uh, Marvel films, apparently this film was like very different, and they like changed it a lot. Um, oh, right. Like there was controversy in the first trailer because they didn't show Venom at all. Different kind of like vibe, and apparently Tom Hardy wasn't happy with the scripts and stuff. Um, oh, and yeah. well, we all know. So this, you know, the Sony producer Avi Arad, who basically forced Venom into Spider-Man 3, really wanted to do the Sinister Six and ruined Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like, you know, he like he is a toy, he's a toy salesman and Wait. he has like a say in what happens in the Marvel films. And like that is why, like, you know, so much of this film, you know, like it's why we're doing Venom at all. One of the big reasons he wants to do it and he wants to sell toys. Wait. What's his job again? <laughs> uh, he's like the producer or something. <laughs> I'll Google and, it. And he's wants to do merchandise and wants to get everything with Yeah, he <laughs> to right, get he's everything a, in. Yeah, he's a producer. So like he's like he he's 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 produced quite a few and he was like he hasn't always been this bad. Like he was like Sam's Sam Raimi's partner, like for Spider-Man's one and two. And then like he decided that, you know. They want to, you know, make more money by doing things like Venom. But here's the thing. People hated Venom, but it got loads of money. I think it got like 8 million, no, not 8 million, 800 million at the box office. Like it was popular. 8 million. Film. That would be good. Yeah. Oh my God. That's bad. <laughs> that would be really yeah. bad. 
that really bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, he was successful. Um, I, I, I guess at the box office. Well, I have to hate. I hate to break it to you, John, but we did both see this film at the cinema. <laughs> We're part of the problem. No! Oh yes, we, we paid. <laughs> um, but with this film, uh, right? Soundtrack. I can't even remember the soundtrack for this film. Like, I think the the score is so generic. However, yes, I yeah. don't mind a bit of Eminem. <laughs> yeah, Eminem stuff's quite fun. Eminem, Gonna get him. Gonna go and get him. Well, that that uh, that's probably the best part musically of yeah, this film. Yeah, that was the, like... that was the best part about this film. Just like getting Eminem at the end of the credits. Like, thank you, Eminem. Thank you for helping yeah. us close this film. Yes, thank you. I'm gonna get him. Yeah, right. Eminem. It's just like it's just like oh yeah, okay. We want to watch the we want to watch the carnage scene. Like, and then it's just like Eminem for five minutes. Just like okay, this could yeah, be worse. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, that's fine. It's not, it's not too bad. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this film. Uh, not Venom. I know you've seen Venom, but there's a film called Upgrade, which is very, very similar. Oh, Upgrade. To, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. So that film is basically everything Venom should have been. This guy, yeah. I can't remember exactly. I watched it, you know, when it came out three years ago. This guy yeah, gets yeah, like I... a chip in his back because he's paralyzed and the chip is supposed to like um like make him walk again but like it has its own kind of like personality and Ugh. there are so many facts of this film that they could have done with venom like the, the fight choreography is so like fast and frenetic and has like this you know like it is like somebody is being controlled so in the scenes for example the motorbike chase which go the motorbike chase is like three hours long man <laughs> it goes on for so long i don't even know why um yeah but like it doesn't do anything interesting. You know, it's it's not very well shot. You know, I think the mm. CGI... I don't mind the CGI in this film, actually. Um, I think yeah, mostly it's all I, right. I, I but mind it as well. There are some shots, like when Eddie's on the motorbike, it just looked dreadful sometimes. And I was just like, this is so uninteresting to me. Oh, Eddie on a motorbike. Boo, boo, boo. Nah, there's got to be like a compilation on YouTube, just Eddie Brock on a motorbike and that's it. Just I'll, I yeah. trust, I'll, I'll trust you to make that one. Um, I thought it was. I, I yeah. thought it, one of the funniest parts of the film was when Eddie got hit by a car. <laughs> you know, like when like Venom like flips the cars, and Eddie's like, "Wow, that was actually really cool." And then like he gets like hit by a car, and he just breaks like both of his legs. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, funny part. That was the only funny part about this film. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how you know we watched the film in 2017, and then right now it's just like 2018. Oh, 2018. Yeah, which is weird. Oh, wow. 2018 was like a weird year. Like, because like 2018 had like Infinity War, Aquaman, Spider-Verse, Black Panther, some amazing comic book films. And then it also had Ant-Man of the Wasp and Venom. <laughs> like oh, two of oh, two oh, of yeah, the worst Ant-Man modern Wasp. ones. It's like what? Oh, oh, <laughs> and speaking of like Marvel films, yeah. Do, um have you seen that uh Dennis Milne you uh statement about um, yeah. Marvel copy and paste? Yeah, Denny <laughs> yeah, he's, right. not, he's not happy. <laughs> He's not happy. Oh, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. See the see the person who was like compared like Denis Villeneuve films to MCU films and called them oh, all sci-fi yeah. films. Did you see that? <laughs> right. I need to. I need to. Show me. Show me. Show me that. Right, I need. I need to. Right. Let me. Let me find it and then like. Okay. Keep. Keep on uh, talking about Venom. I'll find it. Right. So Venom. Uh. So scores. Score wise, we talked about that. Like it was so generic and everything. Uh. Like. There's like nothing standing out for Venom, like Venom's theme. No, 
uh, Eddie's Park theme. No, 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 no. Just oh, did you see the Batman theme, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah. See, yeah. like there, like recently, there's, there's there've been some like really like underwhelming. We haven't had like a really good like comic book movie score since maybe 2019, and like this film, yeah, it just proves that you know it can do wonders. And the Batman one looks great, but Venom doesn't have any like interesting ones. No, it but should have Batman theme. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Uh, can't wait for that film. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um. So, uh. So speaking of that, um. Wait, thinking back to Marvel. Y- yes, Venom. Mm, yes, we're talking uh, Venom. Uh, Venom. So, uh. So soundtrack, meh. Score, meh. no. Uh, with uh, what else? Uh, you know, you know, I didn't like. They had this weird like self sacrifice of Venom yes, at the but end. Venom, I was about to say that he had a weird self sacrifice because like, Venom and Eddie have barely got time to know each other and to like each other, and then they, you know, has self sacrifice, and it's supposed to be like an emotional moment, but it really isn't. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. just like oh come on, man. It is ridiculous. Uh, it, I I really want to know who decided to make this film. I'm I'm really curious to know. Aviarad, <laughs> our boy. Yeah, it was it was it was him. He wants to sell toys. Oh god, toys. What what's next? A venom gun. <laughs> oh, what does it shoot? Does venom. it shoot venom? <laughs> no, it's just like shooting meat. Like oh and, my god, you're trying to. Shooting raw lobsters. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely uh, perfect. Yes. No, uh, but yeah, like, and, and there's just so many elements of the final battle that are just so underwhelming. Why is Anne there? It's, it's that weird comic book movie trope where the love interest is there for no reason at the final battle. It's like... Wait, she was there? She was there. Like, she, she, like, explodes like a thing. It's, it's stupid. Oh, she was... Uh- my brain was not working over that scene. I was just oh, like really having a taking a heavy toll over that, watching what was going on. Really, I just wanted to like, I want to, I don't, want, I just want to watch something else. Like that feeling, like you're not too interested in what's like yeah. going on, and then just go, oh, 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 it, oh, there she is. <laughs> like you just remember what she's doing, and then um, yeah, because so they they, they don't they don't use that to add any any tension or anything like that. No. And no. it, 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 it just, felt like mm. uh, it felt like the Amazing Spider-Man two, you know, the foul battle of Electro and uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, and, it's and like Gwen, 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 Gwen is there. only there for the ending of that film, which I won't spoil for anyone who hasn't watched it. Yeah, it's a good film. It's a good film. That Amazing Spider-Man two. I thought I, I, you I know used to, I used to like Amazing Spider-Man two, but honestly, I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. You ready? You ready? Okay, I found it. I found it. You ready? Okay, so <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay, so all right. Here's okay. here's here's how this person describes four Denis Villeneuve films. Blade Runner 2049, sci-fi flick. Arrival, sci-fi flick. Dune, sci-fi flick. Prisoners, sci-fi flick. For anyone who hasn't seen Prisoners, Prisoners is the, the furthest thing from a sci-fi flick I've ever seen in my life. Sci-fi flick. Okay, and now here's 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 the MCU. Winter Soldier, surreal avant-garde political thriller. <laughs> Endgame, post-apocalyptic psychological mystery. 
<laughs> Doctor Strange, science fiction, experimental cinema, and Captain Marvel, uplifts the uplifting feminist action blockbuster. Stop, stop. You can't, this you is, can't they are talking about these films as if it's like, like, <laughs> as if it's like, you know, like you're in a film studies class. Like, you oh know, like, like, yeah, like they're all different, but like, Jesus, man. This is the MCU stand. Wait, wait, wait. I'm really curious. I have no oh idea. God. I have no idea. Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? That sounds the epitome <laughs> of like being in film studies class and like hearing what the students have to say about Ma- Marvel MCU as cinema. I had, a, <laughs> no, I had an ar- I had an argument with my film class. I went to my film class once, and the teacher was like, "Okay, well, today we're going to discuss Martin Scorsese's comments about the MCU not being cinema." And I was the only one who agreed with him. I was the one person who was like, "Guys." The MCU is good. I like it, but it's not, you know, it's not like that big kind of thing where it tells you something about the human experience. And everyone was like, no, it's it's good. Like, who's Martin Scorsese? And I was like, have you never seen a Scorsese film? Like, guys, come on, please. Somebody agree with me, please. And it's just like, oh, MCU stands are everywhere, man. Yeah, yes, they're everywhere. And I cannot believe they decided to compare that to his films. Like... Are you kidding me? Like Sci- sci-fi flicks. He only he only makes sci-fi flicks. Prisoners, oh, sci-fi oh, flick. Wow. It's all sci-fi. sci-fi. Flick. Oh sci-fi. my god, really? Whoa. Sci-fi flick. I An didn't enemy. know that. I, I bet. I bet he says, and that person says, "Oh yeah, that's a sci-fi flick. It's not a sci-fi flick." <laughs> oh, I oh want to die. God. I want to die. Um, anything else about Venom? Oh, you know I didn't um, like. I I right. Let me let me think about what's. Bad about the, the dialogue yeah. was just dialogue yes dialogue was weak i can't remember what like, really happened every like you know every line is like you've just you know like they've gone on wikipedia and they've googled like a character type and then like that is just who they are you know like yeah. people don't really have much characters. like as i said about carton drake he just repeats the same stuff about like wanting to save the world from you know its own like extinction and you know the characters are so one note there's like barely any layers to them and i think that's so disappointing because venom could be really cool it really could be like the editing in this film there are so many weird edits do you know you know when eddie like escapes from like the facility for the first time and yeah, all yeah, like yeah. all the people looking for him and then it pans up and it shows that he's in a tree and then it cuts to him arriving home how do you get out of the tree where did they like? How did he lose them? Like what? Like how? Well, how did how, he get in? Like how is how like, what? Like you're just gonna cut from that? Like what's what's going on? Like it cuts from like the final like sacrifice where Venom like sacrificed yeah. himself to like to Eddie and Anne just like sitting on her front porch talking. Like there's not like a moment where Eddie like grieves for the supposed like death of his friend. No. Okay. Like yeah. I just think so much of it's lazy, and that's so frustrating because I want I want I want comic book films to be good. I like it when comic book films are good, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, good. it wasn't good. We thought it was good, but we know it's not good at all. I did like, like the Stan. I did like the Stan Lee cameo. I thought it was quite fun. Oh yeah, with, st- with the with the dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Stan yeah. Lee knows that both knows the Venom's there, and he's like, he's like, you'll get it, both of you, and it's like, oh, Stan Lee knows because Stan Stan Lee is God. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and watch it. Wait, yes, he's... yeah, he's like a watcher informant, which is why yeah. he's all throughout the multiverse. Even though, yes. even though Venom may or may not be set in the MCU, I don't know what the because I think originally the idea of 
the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters, you know, Spunk. Um, the idea of that was that, like, it's part of the MCU, but the MCU doesn't acknowledge it, like, like the Marvel Netflix stuff. Yeah. And what else? No, no, I can't remember the post credit scene. Oh, Carnage. Post-credits. Carnage. What do you think? Woody Harrelson as Carnage. What are your uh, thoughts? Right, let me t- let me tell you the whole thing that's confusing to me. You know, you know when character, you know, uh, it goes is, around. Is it, it like, is it Woody Harrelson's weird ginger wig? No, it's not. I wasn't about that's to so talk weird. about that. Really, with the ginger wig. Uh, no. Uh, anyway, um, with that, you know, that that's one thing that's really confusing me. How is Eddie still a reporter? Ah, yeah, he gets his job back. Oh, it's because he gives the he gives the information, the pictures that he took. He gives it back to his boss. Remember they climb a building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, right. Oh, oh, yay! Oh, that's oh, that's weird. What what kind of character development is that? He didn't learn anything. He, he, he didn't learn anything. Oh my god, he didn't. He, he, no. oh my god. He has hey, six okay. months of being like drunk and. You know, like eating, yeah, e- eating raw stuff, eating burgers out of the bin, um, and somehow I don't even know how he gets money in that six months. Like, how does he like? What, does he have a different job? We'll never know. Um, but yeah, and then he just gets it back. It's just ugh. oh, and the one thing is <sighs> that why why is he meeting the guy? Like, did did he did he do this? Like the killing, I don't know what um the the what is his name who's carnage about to get uh Cletus Cassidy Cletus Cassidy, like Cassidy, yeah. You know, was this Cassidy thing like did he kill people recently? Yeah, he's he's a murderer. He's a psychopath. I think that's the idea. Okay, right. Yeah, because I thought I thought it'd be a bit weird. Where you know why would Eddie uh be reporting or talk uh, doing an interview? With this person who, you know, um, uh, you know, that maybe did it years ago, but no, I thought, is it going to be recently that you did these did these crimes? So, um, I don't know. I have to yeah. see. I have to see that that there be carnage. Oh, well, let's talk quickly. Based on this film, obviously, let there be carnage is not directed by Ruben Fleischer. It's now directed by Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this film uh, getting a sequel? Are you excited now that you've rewatched the original? Well, okay, so I gotta keep my expectations low because Same. you know, Carnage. Carnage is one of those MCU villains that you know is absolutely <laughs> Carnage. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what a oh, knee slapper! Ah, uh, a knee slapper. So, but really, I'm looking forward to see this character see what you know what's really different and yeah i think it'll be cool to see Khan. i mean okay the film is only an hour and a half long like at the very least it will be at the very least it'll be quick and painless right like yeah (laughs) oh my god Uh, i know one thing about this film spoilers are going around on the internet and i and i saw it so if people know what the spoiler is i'm not going to say it but if people know like yeah i've seen it and based on that i'm interested i'm intrigued but that's only the post-credit scene so oh post-credit it's like well the film could be bad but i'm interested about the post-credit scene so there we go Um, yes 
Yeah, so Venom 2 comes out on October the 1st, I believe, the day after James Bond. And we will be covering that in three weeks' time, I believe. Yeah, so next week is Star Wars Visions. The week after that is No Time. Oh, Star Wars Visions. And then we got Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, can we quickly tell, like, how excited I am, like, about Star Wars Visions? (laughs) Yes, we can. Sorry, I was was gurgling my water. (laughs) That was my that was my positive gurgle. I I gurgle. Oh, yes. the positive gurgle. It's the like gurgle. That, It's like that thing that I had with the echo mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, oh my god, I'm so excited for Star Wars Visions. Like, same. I've been watching. Like, I'm I'm gonna tell what uh, uh, in the viewing pod, uh, weekly viewing that what I've been watching. Especially, it's an old anime show, but Star Wars Visions. Oh my god. Are you are you excited for this time? Obviously, are you? Hell yeah, I am. Oh yeah, I'm so excited. I love Star Wars, as we all know, and I love anime. And, and we're getting the whole season in one day. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna talk about the full oh season God. next. It's gonna be great. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm so excited, like because it, it it looks so cool. It looks so cool. Oh my God, I uh, I'm really excited. Is. I I I I am gonna talk nonstop about that when Same. you know comes up, and uh, hopefully. It, you know, if the show's you know really good with the episodes, um, it'll come out in Blu-ray form, so I can and and the... hope and hopefully they'll make more. Yes, hope which would be make, really cool. Make more and like get more studios. And the, oh, the one thing uh, that got me re- really mad was that you know in Oscars, like the, the Oscars are still relevant. I don't know, but <laughs> um, moderately relevant. Yeah, yeah, like what they do. But the one that got me really annoyed, you know, uh, when I was looking at like animations and see what awards they get, they got nothing apart from Spirited Away. That film. Well, I mean, Spirited Away is really good, though. Yeah, Spirited Away. Yeah, I'm Absolutely happy with that. that. It's a great film, without mm. question. Like such an amazing, like with the animation and everything by mm. uh, Studio Ghibli. But Ghibli. the one thing that got me really Ghibli? annoyed was that afterwards, um. They got no nominations for anime. Like, yeah, they honestly like so often. I think I think the Wind Rises got a nomination, uh, but so often, you know, the Oscars is a very Americanized thing, very Westernized. Yeah. So yeah. you know, m- more often than not, films you know that aren't that don't really get. That's why it was such a big yeah. thing when Parasite won Best Picture. Because, you know, you wouldn't have expected yeah. that because normally it's the... I mean, Disney wins most years the animated feature category. I mean, think about... Yeah. Pixar. Like, yeah, did, you know, get... did you know about um, Wreck-It Ralph 2? Yeah. Ralph Breaks the Internet. They were... They printed out stickers for the DVD that said Academy Award winner before they won it and they lost it. So what? they printed out for the shops like promotions that said Academy Award winner, but he didn't win because Spider Verse no, existed. No way, because it's no the greatest way. animated film of all time. Yeah, and like there's some really good animes that you know had that exceeding uh, amazing, like amazing, like I don't know, like a you know, it would make a really good anime. What Tell Venom? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't Venom be a great anime though? Um, actually, you're not wrong. That'd I know, be... it'd be great. It'd be awesome. Yeah, like, if he gets Spider-Man and then, like, it's going to be all centred, like, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can picture it. I can picture it, yeah. 
that would be amazing. Um, oh, that so would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Final, final words about Venom. What's uh, your score? Terrible uh, <laughs> score. Um, two out of ten. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll give it four out of ten. Like, it doesn't offend me. It's just bad. It's just bad. You know, it's, it's, it's not just bad. It, it, it's I, not. It's I, not I, the I, kind of. It's not like Justice League where I'm personally like, <laughs> oh, I hate you. I'm just not like, Justice yeah, it's just League. It's bad. Yeah, I'm not about to compare it to Justice League. Justice League is whew, something special. Something special, right. Um, um, so, uh, what did you think about this film, everyone? Like, did you, did you enjoy it? It's no, you... it's bad. <laughs> like, okay, Tom, bad. Tom Hardy is clearly having, if I'm going to talk a little bit of positives, Tom Hardy is clearly having fun, you know? I yes. thought that yes, the... Yes, he is. I thought that the... Um, the whatchamacallit was 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 quite fun the action scenes they were all right they weren't amazing they weren't terrible but like they didn't go on for too long apart from the motorbike chase and for that i was quite happy you know it didn't it wasn't too slow the pacing was whack but it wasn't too slow the cgi was fine and i think sometimes it was a little bit fun you know like towards like when like venom and eddie first kind of like bond it's not good but it wasn't it wasn't it didn't make me sad i think that i think it has to be given credit for that yeah yeah i can credit give credit to the actors because i can tell they've been really hard to do you know mm. trying so hard to do this film so yeah definitely i agree shall right. we move on and talk about the trailer for the matrix resolution resurrect wait resurrections <laughs> Wait, did you say resurrections or resolutions? I, just, I, I said resolutions, but I meant resurrections. Okay, Res- resolutions is the third one, right? Yes. So I haven't Wait. seen, I haven't seen either of the Matrix sequels. I, same, same. But so I did watch the trailer I, the, though. Uh, the weird thing is, is that I know what the film's talking about. So, um, well, I I didn't watch the sequels, but. No. I know what happens though. Same. Yeah. And I, I know basically the gist of what happens. Yeah. Um, and I will watch the sequels before the fourth one comes out. But yeah, what do you think yeah, of the trailer? It's amazing. Honestly, it looks like cool. what's it showing? Like it's mm. so cool. Mm. Like it really have that um feeling that uh, you know, with the old gravity, you know, it's so surreal, surreal, you know, with the yeah. elements, you know. Um, like, you know, if you watch like the Matrix, you know, like the gravity, like all um laws of gravity is like gone like physics is like on, off the roof like this is really cool and you know I, they've done this time you know they've done it again but like on a different scale you know what i mean like it's more oh yeah uh crazier than it you know what's it doing um and i can tell like the story um is oh like it's it's taking you ways you know what i mean like uh, yeah it's not just it's not just kind of like just bringing it back in the way that we expect it's yeah. kind of retreading some like familiar elements but also like i mean obviously i mean the internet is is rampant with like you know speculation and yeah. like there are loads of things that could happen and i think that's like it's it's great that it's keeping us guessing because the matrix is always something that was like look at this new and fresh idea that is really interesting and then like the sequels are developing that and you know some people love the sequels some people hate the sequels you know we say obviously we haven't seen them but like the first one especially is something new and fresh and like this is you know almost 20 years since the 
since their resolutions. So like they're, they're giving us something now that is, you know, again, they're trying to like push it forward. And then, and, and it doesn't look like that they're trying to uh, like pander. They're not trying to make a safe sequel. They're just, you know, making a sequel because they have a story and that the story will be interesting. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's not going to, you know, repeat that cycle, you know, sometimes like what we see to be out, like some films like The Matrix, you know, it will take that weird um, cycle. But uh, as we know, uh, did you watch uh, Eric Voss doing this trailer? I didn't, no. Okay. Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was a bit pointless, but it was really cool <laughs> to see the details that, that was there. But yeah. uh, no, he did, he did, he, he did a great job with the analysis and gave me, you know, good things. So well done, uh, new praise, rock stars. praise New Rock Stars. Great, yeah, I do love. Great. I watched I watched their new rock stars video on the Rick and Morty finale. Quite enjoyed that one. Same, yeah, same. That was great. That was great. Uh, and there well. is a there's like a new kind of I don't know trend making sequels to old films. So for example, we had Force Awakens, we had Jurassic World, we're getting Matrix, we had Bill and Ted, we have yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife coming, and. What a lot of these films. Okay, so only only I've only seen three of these. I've seen Force Awakens, Jurassic uh, World, and Bill and Ted. And what they want to do is they're very they they kind of lean on the nostalgia and they're very like oh remember this remember this remember this and they play it safe safe and they're not bad. I mean I wasn't a huge fan of Bill and Ted, but like they're not like terrible films. But what I yeah. want the Matrix to do, I don't want it to play safe. I don't want it to give us things that we know and love. I do, but I also want it to go to new places and do something interesting and, you know, bring back the, you know, the, or you know, the, the same kind of philosophical questions and metaphors. What that, is spoon? The, there is no spoon. Exactly. It's the same kind of stuff that the, um, the, the, you know, matrix is famous for, you know, that the spoon kid is the guy who plays Av- Ang in the live action last airbender. No way. Yeah, fun facts, and yeah, they are uh, apparently that's a terrible film. <laughs> apparently, oh, I'm not I haven't seen it. No, I've seen no. the the show is amazing. Oh my god, yeah. Ah, uh, the show, yeah, yeah. There's some great episodes that I really liked. Um, what else? Right, so uh, there was one that, that it's bringing new elements that I really like. You know, you you like to see because like some of the stuff, uh, these type of films that you said about like rebooting or you know bringing back old films as well. Um. Uh, to a new world, I guess. Uh, as I mean, so like, like it's got the old style of the Matrix. You know, what I mean, like it's got um, what you know, but the gravity when that uh, woman jumped from that building and then she landed with that, um, like with that flip and just landed like that. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that one was really cool. I really like that shot as well. And it's like having that old nostalgic, but uh, this is like the same writers or directors, right? directors who did the matrix right uh yeah um it's, it's yeah. only one of them i think it's lana not lily oh um, right but yeah yeah so i'm interested to see you know how she's gonna do this um so wait um, I'm, i have no idea what i'm talking about apparently it's not the guy it's apparently it's not the kid who played ang in last airbender what am uh, i on about what's happening right what now? are you on about what i are have you no idea i'm i think i'm going mad john um We've well, been talking about Venom for too long. I'm actually gone crazy. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's forget about that. Um, so and No, it, they are in I'm the main. Wait, what? What? I'm so confused. 
Well, well no, wait, they're not in the. Okay, let's let's just forget everything. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So um, going crazy, it, John. Okay, okay, Tom. Take ah. right. So um, with this, um, I'm hoping it's not going to be like Force Awakens or um, or Jurassic World. Like yeah. it's not going to be that kind of i want it to be risky you know yeah. what's going to do with like some of the stuff as well like especially this world um that neo is in because this if you remember uh it, it, I, I might spoil it for you i don't know if you can remember this but in matrix two or three or two i think when neo meets the architect yes and neo um meets him and then the architect says that you are the seventh version of the matrix you you are in this seventh uh sixth version so the sixth version of the matrix so maybe this like new my... version is the seventh version yeah so this is the yeah. seventh version and this is the seventh version where neo has saved everyone like they can the uh, free will's there like free mm-hmm. will they can do anything and it's not uh applies to anything but i'm really interested to see what it's going to do again like we got mr smith somewhere but it could be a different Mr. Smith. So. Agent Smith. Agent Smith. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, definitely. So. Um, I guess time will tell. We'll definitely be covering The Matrix uh, on the pod uh, after we do all the Spider Man films, which is going to be a big one. Let's talk now about Hawkeye, shall we? Oh, Hawkeye. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of the trailer? Um, unexpected. You don't sound, you don't sound enthusiastic about it. <laughs> Uh, well, I just didn't expect this. Right, so I was just working. I was uh, finishing my work in in college, and then I got a notification saying, "Oh, Hawkeye dropped. Hawkeye new trailer." I was like, "Oh, okay." But then, as I was watching, I was like, "Oh, I'm, oh, right." So it's Christmas themed, and I didn't expect it to yeah, be Christmas. First of all, how dare they? It's September. I'm, you can't make me Christmassy right now. Like you gotta wait until November at least to make me get Christmassy. Like yeah, it's, it's a nitpick, but like sh- sh- stop it. <laughs> and um, and it's it's weird how that we get all the TV shows like One Division, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, and Hawkeye. Like mm. we get four shows. And what if, year. which is really bad, but what if exists. Oh yeah, that episode. Yeah, zombie. Episode. Oh my god, oh, mm, mm. the zombie episode is the worst. I hated we'll it. We'll talk about that in the weekly viewing. Yes, I don't want it's to worse. talk about it in the weekly. Okay, viewing. we won't talk about it in the weekly viewing. <laughs> Never again. Done. Well, we might okay. talk about we might talk about what if when it finishes. But yeah. Um, okay, we'll, what, we won't this, talk about that. This this. this feels like the falcon and the winter soldier trailers if you have been listening to the pod for a while you know that we loved falcon and winter soldier but the trailers were full of jokes and full of this kind of buddy cop thing that i was not looking forward to the film the the show itself didn't have that many jokes and the jokes there were they weren't too overbearing they were you know they were fun but in in hawkeye you know we have the same kind of thing where the trailer looks to be full of jokes and i don't know how i feel about that yet um, what interests me is the fact that Hawkeye, we're exploring Hawkeye's time as Ronin and that him being Ronin has created enemies. There's speculation online that they're going to bring back the Kingpin from um, Daredevil. And I want to say right now, don't, don't ruin it. 
Daredevil's perfect. Let's not. Well, season one is perfect. Let's not. It's not. Let's not ruin it. No, naughty. Um, but you know the direct the, the actor denied it, which doesn't mean anything. But yeah, um, I don't know. I'm 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 intrigued, but I'm not excited because you know every time I'm excited about something MCU, apart from Shang Chi, apparently it always ends up being bad. <laughs> yeah, very bad. So there we but, go. Yeah. And the whole guy like. It's, it looks very comical mm. and like it's not going to give us like a serious take on the character, I think. But no. um, it's I, hope they, I hope they explore some of the because obviously we see very briefly that Hawkeye adapting his comic persona. He has he has hearing aids now. I hope that they explore where, that. Where, where, I, I, did, did he? Where? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't see. Oh, yeah, why? Yeah, um, because yeah. um, obviously in the comics, um, Hawkeye is deaf, or in some comics, he's just hard of hearing. And oh, I think wait. it'd be really interesting if they explored that. Okay, sorry. I'm just looking at Eric Voss trying to get that. Tell us, frame. Eric. Tell us. Um, oh, he's talking about that musical. <laughs> yeah, oh, Rogers. That. Honestly, Rogers the musical. It's supposed to be based off Hamilton, like a spoof of Hamilton. If they get Lynn to write songs, it'll be the funniest thing I've ever seen. It'll be brilliant. Oh, what? What? Uh, okay, so I'm looking at the um, the earpiece he has. And um, it's, a, it's a weird looking hearing aid. Well, I mean, it's... I mean, if it is a hearing aid, it might not be. But I guess, you know, this is a universe where he could have always had a Stark hearing aid or a Wakanda hearing aid made for him. Yeah. So, who knows? Oh, oh, okay. I see. So, yeah. So, Uh, would you say, like, at the end of the day, do you think you're excited for Hawkeye? Yes No, no? I'm not excited. I'm not excited. (laughs) Too much MCU content. Honestly, I'm excited for No Way Home and Eternals. But, honestly, like... If, if No Way Home was the only MCU thing we got for the rest of the year, I would be fine with that. But alas, yeah. alas the show goes on, right? Yes. Indeed. Yes. Let's, let's move on to viewing. And then oh, let's, let's oh. just talk about one thing this week. Just because, you know, we're getting on a bit. So, yeah, I'll leave you. Uh, what's, what, what's the one thing you talk about this week? Um, Sorry to restrict you. <laughs> wait, what to talk about? Just one thing is, I think we should just do one thing and then, and then head off. Uh, do we talk about weekly viewing? Yeah, I'm just saying, just 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 talk about one thing. Oh, I, 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 sorry, I thought <laughs> I thought we just got, we're just talking about like one thing that happened this week because I uh, 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 I had a very work. interesting <laughs> meal. Um, uh, so a fly. <laughs> um, sure. Right. So the one thing that I'm going to talk about this week is. Oh, there's so many that I want to talk about. Right. Uh, I'll briefly talk about the one show that I'm starting to watch called Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yes. I've heard of so, this. Yeah. Uh, so I started watching it. I'm two episodes in and it's pretty cool. I'm not going to review it just yet, but it's pretty cool so far. I like it. So, cool. But really, I want to talk about your name. Oh, yes. Your name. Man. <sighs> Ah, so uh, this was, uh, this is an anime, and I remember Tom was talking about it, like, oh my god, this is so 
good and like such a masterpiece. It's my so, favorite film of all time. It's brilliant. Yeah, when it, uh, it's 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 definitely up there. Def- mm. Definitely in my top five right now. Mm. Your name. So yeah, and uh, this film I did not expect. It was such like ah, oh, it was like a different film to watch. Like um, and I I appreciate that because um. Like it takes on different, you know, different the plots and then the characters, and like the beautiful animation. Oh my god, the animation Oof. in this film is just Stunning. breathtaking. It yes, really is. yeah, and like how it really, you know, adds that romantic and jovial atmosphere to this film. You know, like what's really happening, and you just and they um, uh, if you don't know the story, it's about uh, a boy and a girl. Uh, one who lives in a village called a fictional village called Itamori, and one lives in Tokyo. So Mitsuo lives there and uh, lives in the village, and uh, Taki lives in um, Tokyo. And one day, the lives are changed forever by uh, body switching. And this is pretty cool. Like the film just explores on different levels. Like uh, it's like part uh, comedy, part romantic, and part body switching, and part something else. Like <laughs> it's like what it's so it's so amazing like how they did this um whole story and like it it really makes you uh feel for these characters like on an emotional scale like you really rooting for these characters on you know what they're trying to do and uh and um this oh my god the score and the oh. soundtrack oh Oh, Radwimps. Radwimps. Genius. Absolutely genius. Genius. Yes. Incredible. And there's so many songs. Like, uh, some of the songs has introduced me to other anime songs as well, mm. uh, especially uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, Shenmue Champloo. Um, and oh, there's this one artist called Nujabez. Nujabez? Nujabez. But uh, he. Uh, did this show called Samurai Champloo and did other shows as well. And there's this great song that I really love, but I'll talk about it another time. But he always, whenever a film does, you know, like character motifs well, you always, you know, oh. you feel it. There is a moment when Taki, you know, he he goes on a date and they're at this museum and, and he, sees, oh. he sees images of Itamori and they play Mitsuo's theme and immediately, you know, like, you know, chills and you feel it in your throat because like it's just a simple leitmotif that you know tells you everything you need to know about the emotions that taki is feeling and that is it's flooding him right now and it's like and and honestly you've only seen this film once right yes i want to see it again honestly when you watch it again it's so transformative i watched it twice in a week because i loved it that much when you watch it a second time the amount of things that you notice about like, you know, like in that museum, when he sees yes. the pictures, those pictures are under a display called memories. And it's just all these like different, like, and no. if, you've seen the fi- really? yeah, if you see the film, you know exactly what that means. And it's, it's, it's just, it's incredible the way that like, you know, when you no. watch it, there are so many oh things that like God. work. Like the opening credits, like have, like, oh, it, are oh, so oh, intelligent. There's oh, so much that's just oh. like, oh, it's, it's an absolutely oh. incredible, oh. ingenious film. Oh. The opening, the when the meteor or the meteor yes, right? falls down. Oh. Nothing more or less than a beautiful view or a perfect view, whatever the quote is. Just breathtaking. Honestly. I, I, I really want to see uh 
a lot more people get into anime because mm. these type of films are just they taking it on a different level you know oh, yes. oh my god like i'm still you know not shocked to how this film hasn't got like a lot of awards or something mm. like like sometimes you know you know did you have that idea you know a uh, long time ago you, you um you thought anime was dumb you know like you thought you know you had that feeling did you have that yeah i feel like i did I, I i did as well because um a lot of people in my school did not talk about anime they didn't talk about that and they said oh it's dumb so like, i had a friend yeah. who really really liked anime and i think because she was so annoying about it i i was like you know i was a bit kind of like you know disregarding of it and then when i you know eventually watched some and i'd watched some like as a kid but then when i watched them like when i was older i was like oh yeah she was right this is great <laughs> <laughs> yeah same like now i'm i'm just gonna watch um some of the best animes not i'm not gonna go into like the crazy anime but like you know the ones that are really uh highly praised not yeah. the crazy ones like not the there's some ones. like there's jojo adventure <laughs> Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or my bunny thing. I don't know. Like, oh, that bunny. You know, like, speaking of TV shows, you know, I watch, yeah. you know I've started watching. I'm not going to talk about this for the, for the, until I finish yeah. it, but I started watching Gravity Falls. That's amazing. <gasps> Gravity Falls? Oh, my That's God. That's amazing. I've never oh, seen it before. Bro. So You've never I, seen I'm, it before? No, and oh, it, it's great. Oh, you're so, yeah. in for a treat. You, I know. Oh I, I hear. And I'm, like, eight episodes in. I'm really a big fan. Ah. Uh, Love there's it. there's some animated shows that I really really, really want to rewatch, mm. like Adventure Time. I really want to rewatch that. Oh my god, yeah, such an amazing show! That did you watch the Midnight Gospel? Oh, remind me, remind oh, me was that? It's the creator of Adventure Time, and it's on Netflix, and it's just like this like show about somebody who has an intergalactic podcast and just like goes like into different like dimensions and just like talks to people like like people like during like he talk he has like one episode where he talks about like um politics with a president during a zombie apocalypse so they're fighting off zombies whilst like just discussing things like, like as you would on a regular podcast and it's oh so good it has God. such a sense of style and i talked about it last year on the podcast it's amazing john you have to watch it so wait, good th- wait wait gospel what Mid- uh, midnight gospel that. Midnight Gospel. Yes. Oh my God! It's absolutely the brilliant. Um, so uh, there's so many animes that I'm I'm getting into right now. So <laughs> Midnight Gospel, right? So your name. I want to get back to your name. Yeah. Uh, characters. Uh, soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack. I love, 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 love the soundtrack. Like uh, the one song that I really love. Oh, dream. The, oh, oh my God, Lantern Dreams. Uh, that that song, the opening. Uh, but, but, oh my God. Wait, wait. Yeah, Dream Lantern. <laughs> Dream Lantern, like that opening song, you know, it opened with uh, like the intro, like giving you a taste of the film. That is so perfect to use. Like it's like giving you what what these characters, like giving you the sense of the film, like without spoiling anything. Yes. Like that. And there's so many good songs that is like really heartwarming and like Mm. have these really awesome moments. Like, um, you know, when I'm not going to spoil it, but like, uh, that you know, that moment, Tom. You know that moment. You know the mountain moment. Yes, the mountain moment. Oh that, yes, cinema, uh, cinema. That, that might be my finest. favorite scene. That might be my favorite scene of all time. <sighs> that might be. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. It's a good scene. 
It's a really good yeah, scene. There's, there's so many good scenes in cinema that... The really pen dropping is one of the most gut-wrenching scenes uh, uh, ever. Uh, uh, ever. The, the <laughs> those of you who know, know. If you haven't seen it and you don't know, I'm really sorry. But those of you who do know, you know what we're talking about. Uh, the pen dropping, like, <sighs> that really made my heart break. Like... Yeah. Uh, oh. Right, so, guys, you know what I'm going to say. The film's the 10 out of 10. It's a masterpiece. Of course. It, it, come on. Of course. Uh, I even I even wrote, uh, like, wh- why Your Name is one of the best films I've seen in my life and uh, talked about it with my film studies teacher. And she's like, oh, okay. Okay. I'll, oh, I'll watch it. So I recommended that film to my to, to both my film teachers who are the same teachers that you've got. Uh, in, in my, like, thank you cards, I was like, please watch Your Name. And have they watched it yet? Um, but when I mentioned it, uh, they were like, Oh, okay, they, oh, they, they haven't really watched it anything. then. God, damn uh, it. right? I'll, I'll ask, I'm gonna have to I'll storm ask, the college, <laughs> come in, like, right, Excuse I'll... me, what is this? <laughs> also, this, yeah, all right? Uh, all right, so yeah, uh, I, I it... wish, oh my god, so yeah, yeah. Did you say you're giving it 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Awesome. I wish a lot more people watch more anime because does anime does go a lot of uh sensitive stuff well especially this one film called a silent voice which i highly 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 recommend to everyone okay. to watch because okay cool, yeah cool. yeah yeah uh right tom what you've been watching well i watched on when it came out just a couple of days ago binged it i watched sex education season three now sex oh, education oh, is right. a show that obviously everyone thinks oh it's just like you know it's just about sex and teenagers and blah blah blah, blah. No, <laughs> anyone who watched it will know that it's about so much more than that. It goes through so many, you know, issues of, you know, like growing and, you know, like, you know, of, of your identity and like, you know, both for like both teens and adults, it explores, you know, themes of, you know, like finding who you are and, you know, acceptance and all this. And season three, it didn't disappoint, you know, Netflix shows, there are so many where they kind of just, you know, you know i think of like stranger things i think of 13 reasons why i think of like you know uh what was the one i had in my head big mouth like shows that are really good at the start and then they kind of drop off a little bit i don't feel like this was the case of sex education season three really didn't disappoint it kept on with all these themes amazingly and developed the characters really really well there were some really gut-wrenching moments and it's interesting how well that they developed so many like small characters that by you know the, the way that I think of so many characters have, have shifted so much. Some of the most hateable characters in seasons one and two, I now look on with such, you know, a feeling of empathy. And, you know, I feel so sorry for these people because that is the testament to this really amazing writing. It's all about the characters that show some amazing actors, you know, some amazing new talent, but, you know, some established ones too. And they all, you know, come together to make a really good thing with characters that are really well realized and they are at the center of everything. This season gets a, you know, is a radically different tone. I'd say it's a lot darker. You get a lot of kind of like, it feels kind of like Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix with like somebody coming into like the school and like, you know, trying to reform things. Um, And the, the way that they do it, you know, I think it's still you know, really, you know, poignant, you know, there is a whole thing where they say that we're not going to teach sex education and what they do teach is like promoting abstinence and stuff, you know, you know, and, and things that people find really, you know, tough and like, 
and just wrong things to, to be teaching. It deals with all these things and, you know, like the misconceptions around so many things growing up. It, you know, but all the while it knows it has sense of humor. It can be a bit ridiculous. And, and I think that's a good thing. You know, it's a funny show while also being really, really deep and, you know, reflective and sad. This season can be really, really sad. I would say my least favorite season so far. There are too many characters. That is my critique. There are characters that I really loved that didn't get much to do in the second half of the season. There are characters who, you know, you don't see for a couple of episodes. And I feel like there could have been a better balance. But you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because this show made me feel so much. You know, it surprised me and it made me feel, you know, emotions. And that's what, and you know, once you get past like seasons one and two, a lot of shows will never be that good again, but this show, you know, it still remains very consistent in so many of its episodes. And I'm really, really happy about that. And I really love it. I, I, I would be happy if it ended here, but I wouldn't say no to a season four. I think the, the showrunners and the writers have proved themselves. So, you know what? I, I would take a season four, but I think it could also end here. And yeah, it's amazing. It still is amazing, you know? And, you know, if you, if you like season one and two, watch it and john definitely i know you haven't watched sex education but i really think you should watch it yeah, because I, I i never watched uh sex education because yeah. like i don't know because i'm i'm a bit like skeptical about netflix tv shows and netflix films as oh, well 100 percent understand that but i really yeah. do think it's one of the most important like you know modern kind of like tv shows you know like especially especially for you know young adults such as ourselves um so yeah, I'd give it an 8 out of 10, which, you know, isn't as strong as the last two seasons, which I both put as 9 out of 10s. But still, you know, I think it was very, very enjoyable and, you know, had a real emotional impact on me. And I'm I'm really sure it will on other people too. So yeah, uh -huh. it was amazing. Oh, wow. Well, John, uh, take yeah. us out. Right. So thank you uh, for listening in our uh, this episode. So Venom definitely didn't enjoy um, Venom. Venom. Uh, <laughs> And somehow you just skipped it over accidentally. So um, understandable. We don't blame but, you. Uh, yeah, it's not We don't good. blame you. Uh, but uh, so uh, make sure that you're uh, washing your hands, mm -hmm. uh, to, you know, to get safe and everything. And of if course. you haven't got vaccinated yet, what the heck are you doing? Just, get, get, just, just, just do it. Just do it, man. Just do it, man. Just do it, man. Have you had your first just one stop. yet? Oh, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. If you're just listening in and then just getting a vaccination understandable you're 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 doing great and uh wear your masks in the cinema because you know yes we love the, the cinema the, the virus hasn't gone yet so just make sure that you're still mm -hmm. staying safe and everything in the cinema make sure making sure they open uh so hopefully there will be another lockdown or something so we're hoping not that so yeah we don't uh, want that we like the cinema yeah, <laughs> yeah we we want everyone to be safe really Definitely. so yeah right so yeah if uh, you like this video give it a thumbs up if you want yeah, if you, you know tell us it. your thoughts on any of the things that we've discussed venom matrix hawkeye your name sex education any of that stuff pop it in the comments or send us an email at com. or if you want to hear more of our thoughts check us out on instagram or twitter at alstimefilmpod or check me out tom the bodman you don't get much but i do like quite a lot of stuff and retweets and yeah. stuff next week we're doing star wars so excited for that oh star wars visions man i'm so excited especially mm. that, that i'm getting into anime Recently, oh, yeah. so oh yeah yeah we got some great stuff coming star wars visions next week no time to die the week after venom let there be carnage the week after that and then we're gonna rank all of wes anderson's films that's right 
It's going to be pretty intense, but we're going to do it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, thank you. Um, and now take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.